Today, I want to talk about three ways that your company can deal with diversity and inclusion during the presidency of Donald Trump. See, I've worked with both the Trump and Obama administrations during my career as a diversity and inclusion practitioner, so I have inside experience on how both administrations work. I've been critical of both administrations for different reasons as well. From corporations to schools, I've also worked with organizations dealing with the challenges the election of the first African-American president brought to them, which is a discussion for another day. But the goal of this post right now, I just want to talk about some steps that companies can take during the presidency of Donald Trump to deal with some issues relating to diversity and inclusion. Fact of the matter is, whether you love or hate President Trump, we all know that he's been called by some, he's been called the most divisive president president in recent United States history. Whether you agree with that statement or not, one thing that we cannot disagree on is that since 2016, tensions have risen tremendously in this country in the form of an increase in hate crimes and an increase in tensions between non-white communities and law enforcement, as well as an increased tensions in the workplace. Studies after studies have, and reports have, and surveys have shown this. More employees are experiencing tension because of what they are experiencing outside of work as well as on the job. So here are three steps that you can take if you're in a company that you can use today to start to create a more productive work environment in a country that is only going to become more tense as we approach the 2020 election. First thing you want to look at is creating free spaces. See, there's been much written about the importance of organizations creating safe spaces, but there also needs to be free spaces where your employees can express themselves without being judged or develop a fear of reprisals, which we also know can happen nowadays. It's always happened, but we see it happening more and more and more as relates to the fear. There should be a department or at the very least a representative of your company not affiliated with HR where employees can express themselves and their concerns about how the climate of the country or or your company may be affecting their work performance. You can have an employee who feels they are being targeted because of their race, religion, gender, or any other identifier that they feel singled out for. From the rich white male in your company to the Muslim middle class female in your organization, anyone can feel marginalized at any time. They need the spaces to speak their mind. Number two, you want to create a diversity statement and have diversity trainings now before the crisis hits. And a crisis will hit. I've encountered so many employees who have told me that they feel tolerated and not celebrated in their organizations because their jobs do not have a stated commitment to diversity. The idea of the diversity statement can indeed be controversial, but I believe that it is better to have and not need a statement than need and not have a statement. A diversity statement is a promise to everyone who walks through your door that your company is committed to hiring the best talent, regardless of their background. In order to honor that promise, companies must engage in regular events and trainings focused on building a culturally competent workforce in order to demonstrate that actions do indeed speak louder than words. And lastly, remember that silence is compliance. As I'm speaking this right now, the term silence is compliance is trending online in regards to frustrations with politicians not speaking up on some of the issues facing America today. Whether it's a situation with the flag and Colin Kaepernick or environmental issues such as the effects of straws in the environment, we now live in a society where consumers want their companies to take a stand one way or the other. Even the candy company Skittles had to issue a statement after the killing of Trayvon Martin by George Zimmerman. 
In this day and age, you do not want your company to be caught off guard by an issue that is quickly going viral. In the last year, Starbucks, Gucci, Macy's, Home Depot, H&M, Sephora, Burberry, and so many other companies have found themselves the subject of backlash from issues such as racism, sexism, and other forms of discrimination. You want to make sure that your company is proactive in the face of controversy because the companies that are reactive tend to suffer the most criticism from the public and stockholders, by the way. At the end of the day, we live in a society that is on the brink of something beautiful or on the brink of something disastrous. Your company should not wait to respond to issues regarding diversity and inclusion. I have not yet read a study saying that companies that are more diverse and celebrate its diversity are less profitable. Forbes, for example, reports that companies increase their revenue by as much as 19% when they embrace diversity. As a country becomes more diverse and the world becomes smaller, you owe it to your employees and your consumers to continually be ahead of the curve. As Dr. King stated, the time is always right to do right. If your company is strong in one of these, in one or two of these areas, strengthen yourself in the third area. If your company is shaky in all three, there's no time like the present to fine-tune your programs by working with experts in this area. If your company is proficient in all three, don't get comfortable for, as Zig Ziglar said, you can always better your best. So let's go and make it happen. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.